How do kingdompreneurs do business God's way? What does faith in business really look like? What strategies and mindsets are required to grow your business and fulfill your God-given purpose? Those are the questions this podcast will answer. My name is Jeff Elder, and welcome to Business God's Way. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Business God's Way. I'm super stoked about today's episode. I have my friend, a client, Ryan Benson, on the show today, and we're just talking before we hit record. I had Ryan on early on when this podcast launched, and as you'll see in this in this episode, a lot has transpired since that first interview to where he is today with his with his business. And we're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about what it means to step out in faith and do things that seem a little bit crazy. Like, why do we just do what we just did? But it comes down to that whole element of faith believe in not only in God, but believe in, in what you do and the business that you have and really seeing it as a calling from God. Because I really believe that when we are called to do something, God equips us to do that. And that's why I love Ryan's story, because he's been taking a lot of steps of faith over the last few months, and he's been growing and, and stretching himself and maybe even questioning some of his own sanity at some point. And so, uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being back on the show. I super appreciate you, man. I'm excited for what God's doing um, in your life and in your business, and I'm excited to uh, kind of dive into that. So along those lines, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself a little bit, let us know what it is you do, and then we'll kind of take the discussion from there. Well, first and foremost, I want to just say I'm always like consistently questioning my sanity. So, <laughs> and what I do, uh, we need like a month <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but in a nutshell, um, my my business is DFW Pack Leader, um, and the business model itself is I'm a I'm a canine behaviorist, uh, which is a little bit different from your traditional obedience training. Um, pack leaders focus, really its purpose is to um, really improve not just the communication and the leadership uh, skills of the human, but also improve the companionship between the human condition and the canine condition, um, the overall companionship long term. So what that means is that we don't really do dog training the same way that we're used to it. It's It's communication, it's psychology, it's positive reinforcement, it's you know, how do we get a dog to sit without saying sit? You know, it's, it's, it's really weaving in together, um, both human and canine condition. Now I've been doing this, Pack Leader's been around for um, about 17, 18 years. Um, I've been in the canine world for that long. And then in the human world, uh, which is a whole nother side of what I do, um, I've been doing that for about 24 years. So I'm pretty vested into this, this field. Yeah. Now we'll dive a little bit more into your business and what you do, because I think that's fascinating. But tell us a little bit about your faith journey as well, because I know you have a 
a pretty unique background when it comes to that as well. And then I want to talk about how your faith kind of intersected with your business and kind of go from there. Well, my faith background, um, you know, I uh, very early on in my life, I'm a believer and I accepted I accepted Christ into my heart at the age of nine. Um, I accepted a call into full-time ministry at the age of 14. Um, and really from that point forward, I've been, uh, was pursuing vocational ministry. Uh, and so, you know, my idea of, or my thought of how God's calling and his purpose was going to be executed in my life was through vocational ministry. And so I, I went to Bible college and I was a youth pastor and I was a child, uh, sorry, uh, um, a church life pastor. I was, I planted churches, you know, I, I was in that world for a long time. Um, and, and God, God moved me from that place into, into where I am now. And, and the amazing thing, the intersection or the collision of my faith and business, uh, was really, it came down to a, a realization that my calling, my purpose, my, my, my drive, God's will in my life, the fact that I'm a vessel for him uh, can be, I can be used anywhere and I'm going to be used anywhere, you know, and that was a big deal. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind awesome. of how they've come together. So that transition out of, cause you and I, you know, this about me, I have a lot of the similar background. I went to yeah. Bible college. I was thinking I'm going to go into ministry you know, yeah. and next thing I know, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, wait a minute, like, I'm not in ministry, I'm an entrepreneur now. Yeah. And there was a huge disconnect with me to, to learn that no, ministry happens wherever we, wherever we go, whatever we do, if we have the right mindset. So was that transition for you out of the, the mindset of vocational ministry into business was that an easy transition for you or, or was there some some process in time for that to happen oh my goodness no it was it was not an easy transition it was uh it was an easy decision and and really to be to be a little bit more vulnerable here i i god called me out of vocational ministry because um really to be quite frank um, I was putting ministry and, and what I thought that, you know, was my job and what I was supposed to do. I was putting that in front of my relationship with my wife. Um, I mean, I, I was, I, I was, didn't have the right priorities, I had the, the right intention, but not the right priorities. And, and that limited my view of what God could do with me, you know? And so it really, it really came to a place where I, I had the, I, I had to make the decision that my marriage was more important my following my faith and in, in what and how God called me to be a good husband and and to be you know faithful in that regard was more important than the ministry wasn't really the ministry aspect of it being in vocational ministry wasn't necessarily um, wasn't what God necessarily had for me so so when 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 I when I was obedient and I I chose my wife over working a job in a church. Um, that was a change of identity. Mm. So, I mean, I got to a place in, in my prayer where God was really, really speaking in my heart saying, you need to get used to the idea that you might never work in a church again, but you will do ministry. 
So it was a complete change of identity. So yeah, it was not easy. <laughs> that's that's so cool though that that you saw that you recognized it, and that I I love how you keep using the word called because I I emphasize that a lot because I I do believe that I as Christians we all call to something. Some of us are, some of us are called to be pastors. Some of us are called to be missionaries. But what kind of gets me sometimes is you don't hear a whole lot of called into entrepreneurship inside of the church, you know, and I know that's a whole nother, probably a whole nother episode we can talk about, but it's, and you might agree with me, it, it's not there, but it's true. You know, we are called to all kinds of different things because God needs his children in these different areas of life. He needs people inside of his church to take care of his people. He needs people in the marketplace to reach the lost in the marketplace yeah. for Christ. And so when I say the word called, it has a much broader meaning for me because it's called to whatever God calls you to, to make an impact for him in whatever that space is. And so for you, it was kind of a, a call out of church ministry into marketplace ministry, and I love that. Do you remember early on any stories that you can share where where you were so glad that you you obeyed? Where where maybe God showed you showed you, wow, okay, I get it. I really can do ministry in this space. Does that make sense? Do you have like an early memory or story of when you just realized, ah, okay, I get it now? Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it wasn't even, it, it was before I even started Pack Leader. I was working for another company. There was a transitional company there where I was working for a company called Dog Watch Hidden Fences, where we were installing pet containment systems on property. And that was my first real exposure to professional dog training because I had to train the dogs to, to be in the system. Well, in the process of that, you know, 20 minute, you know, 20, 30 minute engagement with the customer. Um, with the with the owner, um, I started to hear things. Like I started to hear their struggle. Like I started to hear their humanity. I started to hear like I was hearing and listening like a pastor. Mm. And and it was just that brief moment where where we where I had their dog and they trusted me with their dog. And and that somehow that space and that time and that trust and this one particular um, this one particular person I'm thinking of it was it was just it was a it was a it was a woman who who was so uncertain and so confused and so lost about what to do with her dog, and through the conversation of what to do with her dog, we learned what she could do in pieces of her life and places of her life and how how the elements and the applications of the behavioral training with her dog was applicable to her life. And that's, that's when I realized, oh my gosh, that the ministry and what God has equipped me with and what he's giving me to do, like what my skills are and my genius is, what my calling is, it, it is not limited to, to anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and the dog was an opportunity to do real life changing work. I have to tell you, when I first met you and I heard you're a dog trainer, my first thought was, oh, another dog trainer. Oh, was I surprised when <laughs> I found out that Ryan is not just another dog trainer. And I love what you just said, because 
that is the foundation of your of your business and and your philosophy is the belief that if you want to change a dog's behavior, it starts with the person. And I remember you telling me stories early on in when we first met about how, you know, they thought they hired a dog trainer, but yet they really hired, you know, somebody <laughs> to help come, you know, clean up their mess first. And yeah. and as a result of helping them make those changes, and I know you talk a lot about helping them become the leaders that their dog needs. And that's really what it's about. And we all know as leaders that the more we become transformed and we become better at being leaders, what happens? Those around us change, right? But little did I put the pieces together that a dog could also have their behaviors changed by the way their their owner, their leader is, is being changed. And so that's when I realized, okay, this is much more than just Ryan, the dog trainer. This is Ryan, the... Let me save your marriage. Let me save your relationships. Let me save your sanity. And it just blew me away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, and so it's just such a unique, um, a unique business and a unique opportunity that God's put you in to do that. And so I just think that that's so cool. So what? Let's let's. What did your business model look like before you and I met? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. And like, I, I was thinking about this earlier today um, about the vision of Pack Leader, you know, what the vision of Pack Leader has been over the course of 17, 18 years. And, and it's, it's, it's interesting because I imagined, you know, the model itself, I'll, I'll get to that. The model itself was in-person training. I was going to, you know, to homes and I was, I was doing trainings in the home and, and I had a network of referrals and um, I had no social media presence. I had no website. I had, I mean, nothing that you have helped build um, and been so instrumental in. I mean, I had none of those things. It was, it was hit the, you know, feet to the pavement and, you know, we're doing the hard work. Um, and that's what I did. And, and my vision for Pack Leader, as I was saying earlier, was kind of like um, just going with the wind. You know, I had this vision in my mind, this intention of what it could be, um, but but it was like it was kind of this mindset of like if we get there accidentally, then great, you know, then that's okay. You know, it wasn't focused as I thought it was. It wasn't structured like I thought it was. You know, it it wasn't of substance like I thought it was. I was just a leaf in the wind, mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, and. Yeah. Now it is not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's because I remember when you and I and Brad, your, your business partner at the time, when we first met, I think somebody phrased it this way. We feel like we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. And you guys were trying to do so many different things just to see, okay, what's going to work? What's not going to work? And maybe there was a strategy behind it maybe there wasn't and you guys are just trying to figure out okay, what what does this look like what what mm -hmm. should this look like and i know that with pack leader there's been there's been a process of wanting to change from this in-person model to more of a online presence and can you talk a little bit about what was that transition for you from 
making that mindset shift of I need to do it. I need to do it differently now. Yeah. And what was that process? What what was the old Ryan back then? What was the mm. process of getting you to where you are today? And what were some lessons and changes that you had to go through to get yourself to where you are today? And we'll talk about where you are today next. But I want to talk about that journey of like kind of not really having a strategy and trying to, you know, get and run together and some of yeah. the mindset shifts that needed to take place in Ryan's life. So, okay, so let me rewind. I, I grew up a hard worker. I was always working hard. So it was natural for me in my rhythm of pack leader to, you know, to, to know to the grindstone, to, to work hard. To I thought that that was, that was the way I was supposed to do it. That's how I was gonna connect with people. That's how I was gonna fulfill my calling. That's how I was gonna facilitate my purpose. God's calling in my life instead of being in the church. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I think 16 years of doing that, I connected with over 2,700 families, um, new families, that's not existing clients or consistent clients. So 2,700 families came out to somewhere around 14 new families a month for 16 years. That's some hard work. Yeah. And I and I and I am proud of that. However, the moment I realized that on the virtual platform that I could take the same truth, the same message, and weave that into a new tool, a new conduit that now is going to connect. I mean, what did we we started and it was like the first few months, we connected with 70,000 people. So the message of pack leader. And then the message of Christ woven into the framework of who and what pack leader is, it connected with more people in a few months than I could have ever done. Yeah. Hardworking. Yeah. That changed my concept of what, what could be done through this. Yeah. Sometimes we have to, we have to see or experience the impact that we really can have because when we get doing something for a long period of time, doing it one way, that's all we see. We almost got tunnel vision and this is how it's done. This is, I've always done it this way. I'm a hard worker. I have a strong work ethic. This is just how I've done things. But as I'm sure you came up against, you can only serve so many people we yeah. all only have 24 hours a day, my friends, right? Yeah. There's only so much that we can do. And now with, with what Ryan is doing, he is actually creating a platform now, a virtual platform where, like he said, we got in front of 70,000 people. We grew his email list. And mm -hmm. we, you know, he's having a much broader impact now because he changed his mindset because he realized, wow, I'm gonna get burnt out if I keep going this way. And there's not freedom. Would you agree? Like there was getting to the point where maybe you felt like, wow, is there really freedom in all of this? And so now what you're working towards is not only building your your platform to get your message out, but the weird thing is as a virtual platform grows, so does your time if you do it correctly, right? <laughs> and that's what the whole, you know, and you and I talked about this a lot about just wanting, wanting you to have more freedom. And you have people around you now who are like, Ryan, uh, no, you don't want to offer free calls to 
200 people just, you know, because you want to be nice to them. Well, that I kind want of, to give myself away. Come right, on. right. <laughs> yep, yep. And so I just, you know, I just want to say publicly how proud I am of you for making that transition because I know it hasn't been easy. I know the transition has been challenging and yeah. it's yeah. been up and down and, and you've had to deal with a lot of your own mindset and, and yeah. all of that. But I think where we are today is really setting you up for a, a great future of a pack leader in terms of what you can make or how you can make an impact. So can you talk to us maybe one or two lessons for those who are thinking about, man, do I need to shift? Do I need to to kind of shift from more of a, I'm giving all my time to my clients to maybe switch into something where you can have a bigger impact. And yes, you can actually get a lot of your time back, which is going virtual. Share some of your lessons. What are some lessons that you've learned along the way that you want to talk about and maybe encourage other people who are either on the similar path right now, who are like, uh, is this worth it? Or maybe they're considering a, a pivot in their business. Because let's be honest, 2020, a lot of a lot of businesses had to pivot, right? Yeah. And so what what are some of those lessons you've learned that you want to share just by way of encouraging people? You know, I've, I've learned so much because this process of me um, changing the business, I mean, completely changing the business model of a business that was already established and, you know, as old as, as Pack Leader has been, um, it was much like the process of me leaving, leaving vocational ministry and doing what I do now. It was, it, it has become um, not a, well, it's, it's become a, a new identification, so to speak. And when I say a new identification, it's not even, I, I, I want to use, I don't want to use that word. It's a change. Let me change that. It's, it's getting to, it's getting closer to where God always wanted me to be. It's, it's who he made me to be, who he initially designed me to be in his hand before time even existed. You know, that is what I'm getting closer to. And it is a shedding of the old way. And, and, and the lessons I've learned is there's so many of them, but one that, that your internal affirmation is going to be what healthily propels you through the difficulties and the struggles that internal affirmation comes from your view of how god sees you so if your relationship with christ is that that was built on a and a past experience and a cultural expectation of fearing god and fearing his judgment and his hellfire and brimstone then that is your view of he and how he sees you and often your view of yourself. So we need to, we need to shift that. And so we need to internally get that affirmation from the true way that God sees us and how he's designed us and how much he loves us and how much grace and mercy there is and how much forgiveness, how much harmony he wants for our lives. Truth, there's power and authority in the truth. So have to find the affirmation in who God designed you to be and defines you to be before you will ever be successful in your business. Because as an entrepreneur, you will, all, you will run into 
it's like salmon swimming against the the swimming against the river it will always be going up hill up the river because that is part of what god has called us to do mm-hmm. right so for you to be resilient as an entrepreneur you have to master take ownership and responsibility with the true way that god sees you and has defined you first that's so good because we i know for me sometimes my identity is the business Mm -hmm. instead of my identity being in christ and when we shift that identity to anything or anybody else that's a recipe for for disaster and so i love what you just what you just said and i mean that's that's so true and and i think a lot of uh, kingdompreneurs struggle with that and they don't need to because they are loved by God and they oh, yes. are created yes. by God and we are his possession and we can walk in our identity which can get us through anything so i love what you just said have there have there been any surprises along this journey <laughs> for you anything that i, I know we could probably another whole episode on that too right uh but you know any any ones that just kind of stick out in terms of wow i i didn't expect that or good or bad you know positive negative anything that that were like oh i did not see that one coming yeah i do actually and and i can't believe i'm gonna share this um because it just happened you know i uh you know it's been tax season and so you know all of us entrepreneurs you know i'm I'm sure many of y'all out there procrastinated much like I did. <laughs> Maybe it's when what we are talking about extensions. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, 2020 was a was a real financial kick in the butt um, on so many levels. Um, you know, the the complete shift and change of the business model required that uh, you know I. I do things very different. I incorporate very different tools. Um, I went from in-person to social platform and, and virtual. And so I, I spent money on advertising and marketing, okay? Um, and and I in 16 years of business, I had never spent money on marketing and advertising. That was not a part of Pack Leaders culture, you know? And so I've spent more money than I had ever spent before in the middle of a global pandemic. And so I, you know, and, and of course I, I'm, I am not the best accountant. I'll just say that right now. My gifts and my strengths and my genius are not in, in managing the money of pack leader. Yep, yep. <laughs> I someone else for that. <laughs> but, but going through all those numbers, the biggest surprise was, um, you know, really kind of, how we made it through, you know, I mean, God financially provided, you know, and, and I knew he was, you know, it wasn't like, Oh my gosh, I'm so surprised that, you know, we survived, you know, we had been surviving, we were surviving, we were growing now, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, but how he financially provided in ways that I never expected. And he's been doing it for nearly 20 years. Mm -hmm. And yet he still surprised me. That's that's so cool. I, I just want to, I want to also say this for, for, for all the kingdompreneurs out there that, that <clears throat> one big thing that helped me really take the leap of faith, you know, so to speak, and really putting 
you know, so much of myself into a change of the business. I was on, I was a one man show and I was having to scale in the best way that I could for a long time. And so I was changing my prices. I was increasing my pricing, which was great. It worked out fantastic, you know, for a while. If you're good at what you do, it's going to work out for a while. But then, so in 2019, I increased my prices four times and people were still paying. Thank, thank you, Lord. You know, <laughs> but it got to a place where you can only increase your prices so much. You know, you got to make a decision if you're going to cap yourself out in your own pay, so to speak, your own revenue, or are you going to take a step forward out of your comfort zone and make some decisions that, that, that will change the platform and change the structure and set your business up for long-term growth. I, I, I told my business partner this morning, I texted him, I said, we're, we're working, we're in this for the marathon, man. This is not a sprint, you know? And I want to wrap this into why we're in it for the marathon is because we're in this until we hear the trumpet and we're here, we're in this until Jesus comes back. We're, we, you could design your business in such a way that continues to feed the 5,000 until they're not hungry anymore. Mm, That's so good. So good. Yeah. I want to hit on that raising your prices for a minute because did you hear what he just said? He said he raised his prices four times. And every, each time he raised his prices, people still paid him, even though he raised his prices. And it's funny because when I tell people to raise their prices, they begin to sweat. They begin to panic. They're, they like they pretend like they don't even know me anymore. Like, what are you talking about? Raise my oh, look at that. I gotta get, go get dinner. It's like it's right. nine a.m. in the morning. Are you watch my beard. <laughs> and uh, but here's the thing. I think when it comes to raising prices, we ourselves are the ones that produce that scarcity and that fear in ourselves because we think that if you raise our prices people won't won't pay us and that's just not true and i do believe like like what you said ryan like i do believe there is a cap yeah but i think many people are not even close to their cap and they're still hanging out you know in the cellar of of that cap when they could be raising their prices and making more money and so good for you for for making that decision to raise the prices because it just goes to show that once you make a decision to do that and you step forward when my in my experience what i i have found with myself and clients is they don't get the pushback they build up it, you know, they build up in their minds, it's going to be that they're, they're like, oh, yeah, our clients have just send us the invoice and they paid it, you know, so a lot of that is just our own mindset and, and getting through that. And some of you out there listening, it might be time for you to look at your pricing and ask yourself, is this, am I charging what I'm worth? You know, and, and sometimes we don't see ourselves as worthy enough to ask for what we deserve. Oh man. Especially, you know, especially as Christian entrepreneurs who know we, you know, we need to serve. We need to, Mm. you know, no, it's okay to get paid 
what you're worth because you have an you have um, a specialty. And so because of that, it's okay to be paid. And so I, I love that you brought that up. Didn't know you were gonna bring that up, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I wanted it to come back to that because I wanna give my listeners permission to raise your prices. And I wanna challenge oh, you to go and think through what does that look like for you? What would that look like to increase your pricing by 10%? You know, just pick a number and go for it, right? So that was good. So what what does the future like? Where are you now? Um, what's the future of Path Leader? What are some things on the horizon? Without you know, obviously share what you want. Um, yeah, don't yeah, give yeah, away yeah. any you know <laughs> trade secrets. No, 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 no. no. Uh, um, but where you know what does what does the future hold for Path Leader? And how do you feel about where Path Leader is heading? Yeah, that's, I love the way you asked that. How do you feel? You know, because because a, a large part of a pack leader is is a very honest and open um, education of weaving our own personality types into how we lead and communicate with our dogs. And and everyone, you know, makes decisions from a different place. And I am certainly one that makes decisions from my heart. You know, I, I feel as as I use feeling as a partial compass, you know, and and the feeling that I have with where Pack Leader is, is, I mean, I, I am, again, it was, I was talking to my business partner this morning about this, we we're texting back and forth, and, and I am more uh, confident and more at peace and uh, more excited about the vision of Pack Leader and where we're doing, what we're doing and where we're going, because it's not, I'm not a leaf in the wind anymore. I'm not blowing around. I've, 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 I've committed going through the struggle and the pain and the difficulty of kind of reshaping myself and my business, my baby, you know, really, I mean, think about it. It's my baby. I, I, I'm not a franchisee. I didn't take a loan. I didn't, you know, I mean, I built it from nothing, yep. you know, and, and now here we are at the place that we're at right now is, you know, we've got an online community. We're in the virtual, the virtual training is very strong. You know, we've got clients on, on, on the West Coast, on the East Coast, in the middle, um, you know, um, we are creating other avenues, other opportunities for people to learn this process and really master it. And so I'm creating an academy. I've just launched a Pack Leader Behavioral Academy, which is a, a private a private membership academy that you get all this information. Um, uh, it's $47 a month and you get continuing education. You're a part of a community that struggled with their dogs, that have victory with their dogs. They talk about themselves and who we are. I do lives. That, that, that's my church. That's, that's my people. Yep. Growing my people out so that they can I'm making disciples. We're called to make disciples. And it's, and it's not making disciples in dog training. That's not what we're doing here. We're making, we're making believers in this process of, 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 of self-development and self-discovery and taking ownership over who God has called us to be, despite, despite the enemy saying, you can't do that or you can't be that. You know, we're starting a podcast. We've got YouTube. We've got Instagram. We've got TikTok. We've we're we're building a website. We're I've got about seventy five percent of a book done that I'm going to release. I mean, think hear all these elements, 
and you have to have clarity in your vision and you have to have pieces in place that anchor you down so that you can stay the course. Mm -hmm. So that's what I didn't have before. So I've got people like you, Jeff, that keep me in my lane, you know, (laughs) you know, I, 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 I mean, I have died unto myself into the old me and accepted who Christ has always seen me to be as both a believer, a minister, an entrepreneur, father, a husband, a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, the hardest thing for us to do as, as, as entrepreneurs, as, as entrepreneurs is to step outside of this limiting belief that we don't deserve to be successful. Mm, so good. I mean, that's not, I don't, I don't love a Jesus that teaches that I'm not allowed to be successful. Mm. That's not my heavenly father. That's so good. Wow. Man. No, that's, that's good. That's so good. Sorry. I just, no, I believe I mean, this I, so strongly. <laughs> no, and that, I, again, it, it's, that's a mindset shift that I think kindempreneurs need to live more in that it's okay to be successful. And so I appreciate you sharing that. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't live that way. I grew up, I grew up with the message of you're not allowed to be successful. You're worthless, Ryan. That's the message I grew up with. That's my experience. And so it took me forever to get to a place where I could confidently stand up and say, that's where changing my prices came from, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Change, increasing, I, I'm not going to give any numbers, but I got to tell you, you broke my pricing down hourly. I was making, I was asking more than a lawyer would charge. And I believe in myself. Notice that wasn't past tense. I believe in myself. So yes, yeah, when I, and I didn't get challenged often, hardly at all, but but I had the occasional smart person who worked it back and said, so this is what you're charging? And, and yes, yes, it is. Yep. And I'm going to change your life because God wants to. Wow. That's so cool. Wow. Well, one thing I like to do kind of in closing, and, and I think you kind of answered this question multiple times, but to you, what does it mean to do business God's way? Yeah. I know we, we, we've talked about so many of these things already, but if you could like pick one thing to kind of recap, what would you say? I've had, I've had, I've had two big moments in my life and I've already talked about it where I, I, I didn't even realize it then, but I, I had to really understand, understand what it meant to do God's or business God's way to do business God's way. And first, the first time was when I left vocational ministry, when I, when I walked out of that, what I thought was my identity, it wasn't, it was actually a limiting, and I'm not trying to speak negatively to any one in ministry, but when I stepped out of that, I started to understand what it meant to, to do business God's way. And then when I changed my in-person into virtual, that moment of I can hold on to the truth of what God has given me and still weave it like a, you know, weave it into the tapestry of what, of, of what he really has for me. Okay. Yeah. That, 
your ability to hold on to the truth that God has given you. And that truth I specifically mean is the calling of your life. So the truth of my calling in my life for me to hold on to that and, and protect it with my existence allows me to be able to step into the different places that God wants me to be. That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. It's, it's, Inviting, inviting God into areas of our business where we think he doesn't care about. I know for yeah. me, sometimes it's like, well, does God really care about that area of my business? Yeah, God cares about every area of not just your life, your business and, and everything. And so I love how you talk about just weaving all of that into the fabric mm-hmm. of, of your business. And that's, that's what doing business God's way is, is really all about. Yeah. So Ryan, I mean, man, I... We could talk. Oh, did you want to say something else? Well, I was just going to say, like, if, 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 if you could very clearly speak your purpose in this world, and I say that very specifically, speak it out loud, then nothing that the world or the enemy throws at you is going to knock you off your course. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my... My genius and my, my genius that God has given me and my, my, my gifting and my purpose is to look into the heart of who you are and to see the potential that you can't see yourself. Pull it up to the surface with you and enable and equip you to be able to do something productive with your life. That is what DFW Pack Leader dog training does. So if you can, if you can really speak the purpose that God has planted into your heart, then just like the full armor of Christ, it's going to protect you and it's going to, it's going to be a compass for whatever you do. You know, you, you might have an embroidery shop, you might have a consulting firm, you might be a landscaper. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because whatever you do as an entrepreneur, that's, that's, part of your vessel okay wow so yeah. it just if you can hold on and take ownership of 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 who god defines you to be then you will do business god's way you will not have to worry about money not that you, i'm saying you're going to be rich and all that kind of stuff but god will provide for you okay you will be successful in the way that we as believers are are designed to be successful are called to be successful Mm. so good wow wow well buddy man you got the preacher in me going now i I know i know i know (laughs) oh man i mean we could talk for hours but man i you know it's been a for me it's been a pleasure to to work with you and to just see day one (laughs) when we all first met to to where we are today you you've made major strides um, I know you're making progress. I know you have a, a great team surrounding you now. I know you've been able to let go of of some and to delegate. I know that's, I don't know you, know, about. <laughs> you know, I know <laughs> I that was go. a little bit of a, of a process, but you know, you're growing a team now because you're realizing it's going to take a team to have the impact that you want to have. And so it's been a pleasure to, to be working with you, to continue to be working with you, and to just see how God is continually using Pack Leader. And I know he is, because you and I, 
you share the stories of, of what God's doing. And all we can both say is only God can do something like that. And I just love your heart. I love your willingness to, to allow God into your business because you understand it's his business. It's, it's his yeah. all, you know, oh, straight sure. up, it, it's his, yeah. and you're just a vessel for the change that he wants to make. So thank you for being on uh, this episode today. And you bet I'll have you back a few months <laughs> down the road after some of these things you've talked about launch and we can kind of see how that's all going. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Next time I might be like, oh my gosh, what <laughs> <if> I do <laughs> it? <laughs> maybe. So maybe we won't have you back on. I don't know. <laughs> let's, 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 let's pump the brakes. We'll take the temperatures. You know? <laughs> uh, yes. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. And thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on um, Business God's Way. I appreciate you, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have been an absolute influence, instrumental impact. I mean, it's, so, it's such a Proverbs 27, 17, 27, 17 says an iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. And you have been instrumental in sharpening me. So thank you, brother. Mm -hmm. Thank you, buddy.